Let's go. It's playoff time. Let's go. Regular season's over. Hey, Tommy, how are you? What's up, Jim? It's that time of year. You know, it was interesting. Waking up this morning, I felt if you can possibly feel reinvigorated, 17 games is a long season. To get to the end, and then now we're playing for something different. You know, we're not playing anymore for regular season seeding. We're in a tournament, and, um, you know, you don't think about anything beyond this week. So it's pretty It's pretty unique. It's a great feeling. It's great to be in, you know, this type of playoff environment with your teammates. You know, we've been battle-tested. All these teams are really quality teams. They've all done good things throughout the year, and it should be a really, really uh, fun month of football. Can you explain that a little bit? Uh, most guys who finish an 18-week season in the NFL getting hit all the time, getting beaten up, and hate to bring it up so early, but you're, you're not the youngest guy in the league. Uh, how do you feel reinvigorated uh, on this morning after all the, all of the punishment? Well, because I think your your mental um, your mental emotional ability plays into it so much. So it's um you're playing for something different now. You know, I think when you're in the regular season, you're playing for a record, you know, a seeding. And then once you get to that point, in the, you know, the regular season's over, it's everyone's back to zero and zero now. So it really doesn't matter what you do and what you've done. It really matters what you're doing from this point forward. And if you play a bad game, you're out. That's the reality. So it's uh, it doesn't matter if you were a free throw shooter was 100% for 100 free throws. If he misses that one, you know, that's how it feels when you lose an NFL playoff game. It doesn't matter. Game's over. Season's over. And you move on. So I think that's what you feel. You feel the you feel the urgency. You know, you leave no stone unturned. And, uh, you know, you just feel like, all right, guys, everything we've done to this point doesn't matter. How are we going to win this game? And you're you're on a uh, truly a one game season. That's that's just what it is. There's only there's only two teams that have advanced. The Titans and Green Bay. They're the only ones that are guaranteed to play two weeks from now. Everyone else has to go earn it. Is there, and it may sound cliche, is there a switch that flips right now, a mental focus that changes? Do you flip that switch from where you were last week to now this week? I would say nothing intentionally. It's not like there's a, okay, now it's important. We got to do these things. But um, just naturally, you can feel the urgency. There's more you know, excitement around the game. There's more people coming to town. There's more tickets. There's more things to do. There's more, you know, uh, there's no hype. There's more hype surrounding each of these games. So, you know, you, you may not be conscious of it, but it's happening. And, uh, you know, it just builds. And some people really rise to the occasion. A lot of people don't. And I think it's nice to be in a position where, you know, the guys you're going to battle with have risen to the occasion before. And that gives you a lot of confidence as you go forward. Are people bugging you more now, or are they backing away and giving you your space? Have they figured it out after 21 years? All people do is bug me lately. I tell you, that's all I get is bug me, bug me, bug me. So I need people to say, hey, how can I take a few things off your plate? How about that? I need a couple of those in my life. Now, I'm how do you kidding. get bugged? I like, got, what bugs you no at this point? You. You and these questions. <laughs> Outside of – no. It's uh, – it's good to be in this position. And I think for me, you know, I've, uh, I mean, what a blessing 22 years in the NFL, man. I never in my wildest dreams could have imagined playing this. I'll be 45 in August, you know? So I always said, you know, I want to play till 45 and whoever thought, you know, seven, eight years ago, I could have got there. And so many of my childhood idols, you know, 
it's just amazing, you know, and I think for me to be entering another playoffs and a chance to advance in the playoffs is, is just as exciting for me now as it's ever been. So um, I'm really excited about being a number two seed, putting ourselves in a position to go out there and play meaningful football in January. A lot of teams now are sitting at home. I'm, uh, how many is that? 18 teams are sitting at home wishing they were in our position and we're not one of them. Do you still set goals? Or if you had set a goal, you would have long ago surpassed it with Super Bowl one, Super Bowl five, Super Bowl seven, uh, all the uh, all pro seasons and so forth. Do you still set goals or, or are you done doing that? I think my goal pretty much remains the same. And it's not it has nothing to do with statistics or anything like that. It's to to try to be the best I could be every day I take the field, whether that's practice whether that's a Monday or Tuesday, whether that's a Sunday. And that's a career That's a career goal. You know, there's other goals. I have personal goals, you know, my relationship with my family and stuff. So I think for me, it's, it's got, you know, finding the right balance the last few years has been really important for me, you know. And um, winning on the field is just as important as winning off the field, you know. And winning on the field at the expense of what's off the field would really be a, a tragedy in my mind for myself. And, um, you know, my family has been there every step of the way. My amazing wife, my kids, my parents, my support group, Alex, who I work with, all the people that commit so much to me. So I just want to do the best for them. That's really what it comes down. That's what the ultimate teamwork's all about. And then when I go to the football facility in the stadium, I got my teammates, you know, and they're my, that's my family when I'm at work. And I want to do what's best for them. I want to do what's right for them. And um, I just, all I could do is the best I could do. And it has nothing to do with, you know, passing yards, you know, passing statistics. I want to win. It's fun to win. And I really enjoy that aspect of the competition. Um, but the ability to compete and do something I love to do is, is really what I'm most grateful for. Was this your best season ever individually? I know you want to look at collective team, but you had most completions, most yards, most touchdowns, all these categories. Your coach comes out, Bruce Arians today says it's a travesty if you don't win the MVP. So individually, do you feel as though you've had your best season? Do you feel as though you've attained the goal of being better tomorrow than you were yesterday? It's very flattering to hear those things. I I think what I said earlier in the season was I want to play at a championship level as a quarterback because everyone will say, Oh, well, one guy is the MVP and one guy is the all pro. And there's a couple guys that make the pro bowl and there's 32 teams. So the question really for me is did I play at the level that my team needs me to play at in order to reach the championship? And that's how I've evaluated my performance. Because, again, a lot of these things, whether it's an MVP award or a Pro Bowl selection, those are all amazing things, and it's amazing to be considered for those things. But those are out of your control. What is in your control is your preparation, your determination, your diligence, your leadership, all those things that go into making a great quarterback. And my job is to play quarterback. And it's to play at a championship level. And I, I definitely believe I've done that to this point, put ourselves in a position. Now I got to go do it when it really matters, which is, you know, in January and February. So we got to get, we got to get to winning 
in order to accomplish that. So I think I've heard you say something that I've never heard you say in our history together, which is long, that you're actually satisfied with what you've done right now. And for a man who's never satisfied up until this point, not moving forward, but up until this point, you're satisfied with what you've achieved this year. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, it's just perspective. And, and I think um, it's pretty amazing to get through 17 games too. You know, you, you become a player, you work all off season, you go through training camp and you start a really long race. And I think anybody that has ever, and I've said it before, if you've run a marathon, you know, football and a 17 game schedule is, is a marathon. So I don't know. How do you feel at the end of a marathon? You feel tired. You feel like your body doesn't feel like when it started. Um, but there's a sense of accomplishment in doing it. And I think every NFL player who makes it through the season feels that. And every coach, we're all going to remember the season for, you know, where we stood, you know, the, what we overcame, you know, and ultimately there's one team that's going to really love where they finish. And there's 31 who are, are going to hate where they finish. So, uh, you know, in order to be that one, you got to work really hard at, you got to get some breaks. You got a lot of things to go your way. And it's nice to be one of the 14 teams that are, have that opportunity and anything you do has to be earned, whether that's life, whether that's sports, you know, you got to go earn it. And I learned that lesson at Michigan 22 years ago. If you want to be the starting quarterback, you better go earn it. And if you want to be a starting quarterback in the NFL, you got to go earn it. And if you want to go win a championship, you got to go earn it. These things aren't just handed to you. You can't buy it. You got to earn it. So show up every day and earn it. And, uh, you know, that's what our mission is going to be. Earn it and then celebrate. And if you'd like to celebrate your next special occasion, you can do so at Morton's The Steakhouse. Morton's is the prime place to take your someone special for that perfect steak and an unrivaled dining experience. Visit mortons.com for reservations. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady. We're here on Sirius XM right here on Let's Go. Yesterday, Tom, uh, Gronk picked up a million dollars playing in that game. He had some incentives in his contract, and uh, he's been spectacular since uh, he's come back from his injury, uh, uh, which he suffered against the Rams early in the season. Team's now 6-1 yeah. and one, uh, since, uh, since he's come back. And uh looked like you were on a mission to help him uh, get that extra million dollars. Fair way it's to amazing. describe it. Yeah, he's amazing. I mean, what he's done this year, and uh, he just, guy's an incredible player. He's a great teammate, and I think what he does day in and day out to prepare himself is what blows me away. And um, I, I think he's the greatest tight end in NFL history. What he does in the run game and the pass game, the kind of teammate he is, um, you know, he's amazing. And you see when you talk about those statistics from a team standpoint, we're so much better when he's out there because the caliber that he is. And, you know, it's not just another guy in a jersey. You know, this guy is, you know, we should all appreciate the amazing things that he's accomplished because, you know, every year someone's trying to find the next Rob Gronkowski. And that's a very, very flattering thing to uh, for someone to say. All the scouts want to go, well, this guy's going to be the next Rob Gronkowski. And I'm always like, nope, there's only one Rob Gronkowski. You went out of your way to make sure you got that record. And we all saw what transpired. But in the press conference afterward, Gronk said he's going to celebrate. And he's taking everybody out. Coaches, linemen, tight ends, everybody but you, Tom Brady. Why were you excluded? I don't know, man. That's okay. I know what he eats. So let's just say it's not along the guidelines of TV. 
12. So he can have his dinner without me. I'm going to take my lineman out because those guys balled <laughs> out all year. And uh, maybe I'm going to take them to, Mort- to Morton's and get them a nice steak because those boys deserve it. Those guys had a hell of a year. Tristan, uh, Alex Keppa, Jensen, Donnie, and Ali Marpet. Man, those guys balled out. So Gronk could have his dinner with all his tight ends and going out with the O-line. Sorry, Gronk, I'm going to miss you. And uh, just make sure you're not out too late. Not a bad chunk of change, though. You think he's going to spend a little on the fellas? He's Gronk's pretty smart with this money. He's uh, he, he's definitely will, will take good care of it. I don't know if he could buy any USAA auto insurance with it, though, based on the commercial and acting I've seen him do. <laughs> well, he's not a member of the military community, so yeah, uh, doesn't matter how much money you have. Gronk's <laughs> Gronk's not allowed to do that. He's he, he's keep you, you got to love his persistence, though. That poor receptionist for USAA. She can't seem to get it through to him that he just doesn't qualify. I know. Gronk's got a bright future regardless. And speaking of USAA Insurance, we're proud to have them as a sponsor right here on Let's Go. And USAA Insurance is dedicated to helping the military community protect what they've worked hard for with insurance that meets their high standards. Get the coverage you deserve. USAA Insurance. USAA So much more with Tom Brady when we return. We're going to talk about the big game with the Eagles that he'll play next Sunday right here on Sirius XM. Stay with us. Hey, everyone. Lindsay Rhodes here. And with the NFL season underway, I am thrilled to announce that my podcast, the NFL Roadshow, will be dropping three times a week. On Mondays, we're going to recap the most interesting stories to come out of the NFL weekend. Wednesdays are going to be for a bit of a deeper discussion. And on Fridays, we're going to bring you the best of my SiriusXM fantasy show with the great Michael Fabiano, Fantasy Dirt. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady. Hey, Tom, uh, are you allowed to bet overs and unders? Uh, are you allowed to partake in that? No, I'm but I am. Player. I can't. Go for uh, it. I am. I- I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take okay. the over, okay? Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'll take the under then. All right. Let's really? Go is brought to you by Ring Alarm. I won. I said 1.5 seconds. Was that under? Yep. All right. Snake got it this week. It's true. Ring has an award-winning alarm with professional monitoring that you can install yourself in minutes. Go to ring.com forward slash let's go for a special offer on Ring Alarm today. That's ring.com forward slash let's go. Snake, I bet against you. Um, you've been so slow on that on that Ring Alarm all season long. Tommy took the under even though he can't bet, but... As we continue along here, I'm Jim Gray. Of course, Tom Brady continues to join us here. Uh, back in week six, Tommy, uh, yep. you played Philadelphia, in Philadelphia. You won the game 28-22. to 22. Uh, It's now 12 weeks later, and a lot has changed. You've often cautioned us that no game is the same, no season is the same, every week is different. What did you learn in playing the Eagles that you can apply now? And do you expect a totally different game than you had those three months ago? Well, both teams are are quite a bit different. You know, even watching that game last night and this morning, um, just kind of reviewing it. And they've got some different players out there. They've been relatively healthy all year. 
and we're obviously a little bit different. You know, our receiving core is a little different. I'm not sure quite how our backfield's going to look. So, you know, I think this is a team that's done an amazing job, the Eagles, over the last nine weeks of the season playing to their strengths. And um, a very well-connected defense that communicates with a lot of really good players, especially guys on the defensive front. Um, and offensively, they're running the ball better than anyone in the league. So that's a good formula. Good defense, no big plays run the football and don't turn the ball over. So they played really well down the stretch and um, you know, they're coming down here to our stadium you know, everyone obviously wants the outcome to be the same, but we're going to have to do a lot of things right in order to achieve that. And um, the preparation started, the competition's already begun. Everyone thinks the competition's just three hours on Sunday. Competition starts the moment the game ends. So once I realize we're playing the Eagles, you know, we're working on them and um you know, it should be a really challenging game and they're in the playoffs for a reason. They've earned it. They put themselves in a position to compete as well. So I got a lot of respect for this team. They've been pretty tough to beat over the years. How long does it take you to formulate a game plan? You know, we work at it pretty hard. Um, I never really discuss strategy with you. You know, it kind of works through the week, but um, I'm thinking the first play from scrimmage, I'll hand it off, give it to a receiver and uh, they'll throw it back to me. So what could, possibly go wrong with that uh, I, I got I need to redeem myself so expect to see that at some point <laughs> do you think about that play often off your fingertips I get reminded of that play every time I see an Eagles fan I get reminded of that play so it's not to relive to that, but it. were you surprised they came back and used that play against you on that Philly special after you, after you kind of gave them the playbook? I know. My man Nick Foles caught like a two-yard touchdown, for God's sakes. I'm out there in the in the middle of the field running my 5-240. I mean, I, I'm a fish out of water out there. So I, I wish I came down with it. It was just one of those plays that I'll never get back, and that's the reality of playing quarterback in the NFL. Have you caught a ball in the NFL? I did. I caught one in 2001. I caught one in 2015. So maybe two catches. Um, oh, I caught one last year against the Rams on the double pass. They've since outlawed that rule. You can't do that. Um, so yeah, I've caught a few passes. One that I completed to myself. What does that count as? A completion and a reception. And the crazy thing was last year, I, I threw a ball defensive lineman batted it. And it bounced back to me. I caught it and I didn't know what to do. So I threw it to the guy who was open, Mike Evans. And we gained about eight yards and it was a third and 10. So it ended up being fourth and two and the Rams declined the penalty. So it counted as a catch. And, you know, they could have moved it back and gone to like, I don't know, third and 15 and gave us another shot. So, but since then they've out, they've actually changed that rule. Um, and you can't do that anymore. Pretty so fascinating. This was a baseball scenario. scoring play, that would have been one to one, to one, to eight, to what? <laughs> to the end of the play, I, I guess. <laughs> to the end of the play, who knows? <laughs> and Pretty with that, we'll remind you happened. that Let's Go is brought to you by GoldenNuggetCasino.com. You got a better chance at these online games than trying to figure out how to score that play from last year that they've now outlawed. And you can do so <laughs> only in Michigan and New Jersey. You can play your favorite slots for GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Table games like blackjack, roulette, so much more with over 700 games to choose from. Only at goldennuggetcasino.com. 
The health of your team is a big concern going forward, Tom. Uh, are you going to get uh, a lot of these guys who've been out on defense and some of your weapons, uh, particularly uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, back to play this weekend against the Eagles? Yeah, I think, you know, not just our team, every team. It's 17 games, so the health of every team is really important as you kind of go through the playoffs and in injuries impact all these games. Um, I'm sure a lot of teams would love to have everybody healthy. It's just usually not the reality. And, you know, our team has been kind of uh, been bitten by the injury bug all year on uh, obviously on defense early on and then on offense late in the year. Um, but we'll see how it goes this week. I think definitely some guys should be back uh, barring anything that changes in practice this week, which, you know, we can always use our best players on the field. That's what, that's what we want. We want our best players who are going to give us the best chance to win because that's what it's going to take. Is that kind of what this is at this point, too, and with the extra week in the season that we've talked about this year? Uh, the healthy team uh, may not always have been the best team, but they have the most players now who can perform at this time of year. Um, so a lot of that is conditioning, preparation, and just plain luck. Uh, as you've told yeah. us, it's a hundred percent injury ratio in the national football league. Everybody's up there banged up. I can remember teams that you were on with the Patriots too, where everybody just got banged up and, and it, and it kind of collapses because you don't have the people. I'm not sure what the question is here, but how do you, how do you, how do you get through a season and, and, and put yourself in this position? It's, 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 it's so hard and it's, 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 it's really, it's really, uh, the luck of the draw in, in many instances. It definitely plays a part in it. Um, I would say that the health of the team is really important. And I think the commitment that people have to make to stay healthy is what's really important. Certainly what I've tried to accomplish this year, you know, I really had to be diligent, especially as I've gotten older with, you know, all the different things I need to do in order to recover. I was joking with Alex the other day. I was like, man, when I was 25, we'd finish practice on a Friday and I'd be out at the shopping mall, you know, with my buddies and go out to dinner Friday night in Boston now it's like, get home, I got to do treatment, I got to watch more film, I got to be in bed early, you know, just because if you want to perform all over a period of time, you got to, you got to make the commitment to do things right. And, and I've definitely had to do that. And I know my teammates have worked pretty hard at that, too. So I just don't think you can, you know, be unconscious with how you take care of yourself over the course of the season and think that's going to hold up. You know, and I think you see it a lot of times around the league and you try to really express that to the younger players. We have some younger players that don't do a lot for their own, their own bodies in terms of, you know, nutrition, hydration, all their pliability treatments, you know, they just kind of go with it. And, you know, that lasts a period of time, but in the end, it ends up being unfortunately a much shorter career than what you would think. But how much of that comes with the wisdom and the knowledge of the passage of time? And when the average career is three years in the National Football League, for yeah. you at your age to be trying to impress people who were your age back when you were 25 and now yeah. trying to tell them what they need to do to do what you're doing, yeah, it, 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 they just don't have the knowledge in their heads. So, you know, yeah. everybody listens to other people and they take into account their feelings, but they don't want to apply it because they don't think it applies. Yeah. Totally. And I agree. They think they have to start taking care of themselves at the age of 44 as opposed to 24. So that's the biggest difference is, you know, time is an asset for all of us. So when you're young and you feel really good, you don't think anything's ever going to become a problem until you're older and it's a problem. And you go, God, why didn't I think of this when I was younger? I mean, people who run a business, they don't wait to go bankrupt 
until they figure out, oh, God, we better make some changes. And actually, some people do wait till they go bankrupt. But that's kind of how you treat your body as well. But if you do it the right way, then, you know, it can last a long time. And, um, you know, I think part of it is, you know, again, I think what I in my second career, when whenever that happens, you know, I really want to educate people on on these things. It's been a passion of mine for a long time. And I don't use that lightly. It has really been my life. And um, I try to convey it in lots of different ways. And you know, I just like seeing people maximize their opportunity and maximize their potential. And when they do it, uh, um, it's a very cool thing to see. And, um, you know, some guys who really buy in have made that commitment, have a lot to show for it. And they can make, uh, you know, great. They can really have great and present great opportunities for themselves and their, and their families over a period of time. So they all have reverence for you because of what you've achieved. But how do you get them to listen, Tom? How do you get them to use their ears? I mean, what, 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 what do you impart on them that causes them to change the behavior? It's usually, you know, they have to try it so many other ways. You know, it's like so many people have said to me, you know, well, I figured I, I tried everything. So I just figured I'd ask you. And I think in my mind, I'm always thinking I, I'd love to be the first person you ask, you know, and I think it's very systematic. So you know, part of it is you just, it's just conditioning. It's, it's behaviors and behavioral patterns that people have. And, you know, you don't realize you have a problem until you have a problem. And I think part of, uh, you know, even football, if you look at a lot of these teams over the course of the season, they're not solving the problems before they're a problem. I, I, I always think you got to try to solve the problems before they happen, you know, so they never become a problem. You never really see the problem, but the problem is, you wait till the problem's upon you and then it's too late. It's just triage at that point. And I think that's part of, uh, you know, what's the, what the NFL is about. It's, it's constant triage, you know, people who don't really quite have the understanding and they're in this situation because, you know, they're in it and it could be a lot of different players or trainers or coaches. And, you know, they're trying to solve problems in the moment when there's already a problem. And you'd like to be in a situation where, you can solve problems in advance. Well, any athlete's going to tell you it helps to work with an expert. That's why we work with you. That's why these guys should be coming to you. Now, if you're buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. And you can find one at findamortgagebroker.com, powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, equal housing lender, NMLS, number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Jim Gray with Tom Brady right here on Let's Go Tom, it's been a difficult day around the National Football League. A lot of upheaval with coaches and general managers um, getting their walking papers. Uh, you work with these guys. Uh, you've been in the National Football League. Brian Flores was a colleague of yours uh, with the Patriots for a long time. So you know a lot of the folks and a lot of these staffs who, who today uh, are unfortunately going to have to move on and, and uproot and, and change the course, the direction of their lives. From a human aspect, uh, can you just talk about uh, what you've seen and observed today and, and, and how you're feeling about it? I mean, football is absolutely a very tough business, and it's a, it's a, it's a business of winning and losing. And, you know, coaches absolutely, you know, it's, it's a challenging thing for the coaches. It's a challenging thing for the players when they get fired. A lot of players get fired in the NFL all the time. They get fired every week. Um, you know, it's just the reality of the sport, so – you just have to do your best every week, you know, and continue to learn, continue to grow, whatever role you're in, 
And, um, you know, I love being in the league. I love playing, you know, it's, it's a real privilege for me and I'm going to do the best I can to put myself in a position to continue to perform. So week 18 in the national football league was just so much fun. The Raiders and the chargers game last night. If you don't have a rooting interest and you just love professional football, the drama, the intensity, the intrigue, there was just so much the character of, of both of those teams battling to make the playoffs, so much on the line, uh, not disinterested third parties, but very interested third parties, particularly in Pittsburgh, uh, having so much at stake. When you're watching a game like that and you're preparing for the Eagles, but you're watching this game as a fan, how does it strike you? How does it hit you? What are you looking at that perhaps all of us aren't seeing? Oh, well, I'm thinking about all the situations in the game as I watch. So what would I do if I'm in this situation? And I'm more evaluating it from a playing standpoint to, you know, just, hey, what situation what are they in? Is this field goal situation? Is this a, you know, what coverage are they playing on this third and seven? So, you know, I think it's hard to kind of tell what's going on from the whole picture. I don't get to see. That's why we have that all 22 film. And it's much easier for me to evaluate it after the fact. You know, because you have the announcers, they have their two cents they're putting in. But, you know, the volatility is the amazing part, you know. And when you're on the field, you don't necessarily feel that volatility because you're in it and you're doing it. And I think when you have no control and it's in everyone else's hands, there's much more uh, kind of angst and anxiety. And, uh, you know, I think that's why you love being a fan. And I think the NFL just eight week 18 was unlike a lot of weeks I could ever remember so much at stake and done an unbelievable job with like the flexing, the flexible scheduling and, and so forth. I mean, I had everyone tuned to their TVs watching the outcomes of these games. It was really an amazing day for the NFL. So can I ask you a couple things as fan Brady, as, as coach Brady, are, are, are you, are you going for it on your own 18 yard line? <laughs> on fourth Man, down? that was, no, I'm not, I'm definitely not doing that, but I mean, it's, it's, uh, you got to live and die with what the coach makes a decision and sometimes you know you disagree and you got to make it happen anyway but from a fan standpoint you just shake your head and I guess if you make it you go man that guy's got you know he's got big balls so and if you don't you go how dumb was that decision so uh it's very easy to judge after the fact well it's interesting that you sit there like all of us uh, with all the information that you have and uh and get involved as well before we let you go not only is a big week with the Eagles but Brady, the brand, coming out on the 12th. Yeah. And uh, it's a big launch for you. We've got Jordan. Uh, we've got Tiger Woods. Uh, now we're going to have the Brady brand. Uh, how'd you come up with that name? <laughs> How much thought was given to that? <laughs> Pretty simple, Jim. It's not that hard. Brady. Um, it's pretty simple. It's like Gucci or Versace, you know, but with my name, so. Well, there was Tommy Hilfiger, so that was taken. Uh, yeah, then there's that Tommy was taken, Bahama, Tom. so that was taken. So I guess you didn't want to go with Tom or Tommy. So that's how you got to Brady? No, I actually think you're going to love it. You know what? And because I love you so much, I'm sure you'll get plenty of free swag to wear on your golf outings at Riviera, one of our favorite golf courses in the world. So I'll make sure you get whatever you need. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. And uh, thank you for taking care of me. Uh, you know, you have an active wear coming out but you have so many guys who've been inactive do you have an inactive wear oh geez 
That's B. That's BS, Jim. You should. Uh, that's costing you 15 yards. And you're, you know, I take it back. You're not getting all your free swag. That's bullshit. <laughs> not this week. They're all going to be active this week. And that's what's important. Tom, as always, we appreciate your time. Best of luck against the Eagles. And we will talk to you right here on Let's Go. Let's fucking go. It's the playoffs next Monday night. Playoffs. Playoffs? That's Tom Brady. Let's go is brought to you by FTX. Download the FTX app now and get started in the crypto game. That's it for this week. Thanks to our producer, Dave the Snake Hagan. Production assistance by Harris Fabishoff. And to our sponsors, Morton's, USAA, Ring, United Wholesale Mortgage, FTX, and GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Let's Go Podcast with Tom Brady was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions. I'm Jim Gray. Have a great week, and we will talk to you again next week right here on Sirius XM. Serious XM Podcasts.